Well, hello there and welcome to a special St. Patty's Day edition of Last Week in Basketball. Our hosts are so thankful that you made it here for this episode. And without further ado, it's time to introduce them. Malvin Mowgli, go ahead and take it away, y'all. Yeah? Top of the morning and welcome to this pot of gold, guys. Oh, aren't you silly, you little Malv? I like that one. I'm a punny guy. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Thank you for that, Mr. Leprechaun, and happy St. Patty's Day, ladies and gentlemen. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're listening. Boy, do we have a treat for you on today's episode. I think it's time we get into it. Let's do this. First order of business. Malv, these Dallas Mavericks, there's some mystical powers going on over here, right? They get two very impressive wins on the road against two Eastern Conference contenders. Let's talk about their epic game versus Brooklyn first. The Mavericks beat the Nets 113-111. to They come back in the fourth. They're down by at least 10 on multiple occasions. There was an epic battle between Luka and KD. Let's talk about Brooklyn briefly. Kevin Durant, 23 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds. No Kyrie. And Seth Curry. He was out with an ankle injury. We'll get more about the Currys and the ankles later on in this episode. But yeah. Fucking KD, the fucking Slim Reaper. He comes there like he did before against LeBron. Walking to that three like it's nothing. Boom. Sinks it. Flawless. I think there was like 12 seconds left. And then I was like, it's over, bro. There's no way Luka and the Mavs are going to pull this shit off. <laughs> That's where I come in there, huh? Yes, you're right, Malv. Before that three-pointer, Luka had a crazy rainbow shot. And then Kevin Durant comes mm-hmm. back very similar to that shot in the finals over LeBron, that three-pointer. And it was Luka who passed to Spencer Dinwiddie. With a game-winning three. I was yelling at my TV. I bet you were. Yeah, I was like, oh! Good for Spencer. You said good on Spencer? Yeah. Good on my fantasy team don't as tell well. Me he, how, how come it seems like everybody's on your... I thought you could only pick up 12 people on your fantasy That's team. That's what I do, Malv. <laughs> oh, he's got the luck with us. No, but I want to keep what you were saying. Like, shout out to Spencer. Like, low-key, I wanted the Nets to win this. I didn't think the, you know, Luke and the Mavs really had it. But shout out to Spencer. Taking it against his old team... Essentially pretty much saying like, bro, why you let me go? I do shit like this, you know? And that is not the only impressive game winner that Dallas had this past week. Dinwiddie did it again. It's his week. Yes, it was. (laughs) That was over the Boston Celtics to end their six-game winning streak. But Dinwiddie, another clutch three, 95-92, to pretty controversial. Do you remember that? There was a foul call against Luka that Mm. was reversed. But uh, that game specifically, we had a lot going on there. One of the things that I wanted to discuss with you, Malv, is Kevin Garnett. He had his jersey retirement during that game. Anything is possible. <laughs> All right. I have a conflicted thing about this, and I know people, I'm going to get so much hate for this. The wrong team retired KG right now. We already know the only team to really that needs to retire KG is the fucking T-Wolves, bro. Nah, nah, nah. We love this. We love this, bro. Come on. He was one of the main reasons why they have a fucking championship, why they got the 17th ring. You know, what's with him and Ray Allen? Oh, did you see that? What's what's up with that? Is it real? I don't know, though. During his jersey retirement, Kevin Garnett goes and says, hey, shout out to Ray Allen, right? Where's Ray Allen? And he goes over there. They dap him up. You saw Paul Pierce. He comes in right there. He wants to be a part of all the love. Is the beef over? That's what everybody's saying. What happened a couple weeks ago during All-Star Week? Remember that? Fucking 
KG, no look. No look at Ray Allen while Ray Allen was talking to King James, bro. Like, that was pure shade. That's what I want to know, too. Is it real or, like, you had to do it for the audience? Man, KG, he's, you know. He keeps it real, right? Yeah. Like, he keeps it fucking real. I haven't heard anything else of him saying, like, yo, we squashed this. It was just, like, one of those things. Like, do you you have to give it to him? Because, like, that's a, another reason you won your championship, bro, was this guy right here. And you could have won more maybe if he didn't leave. But, hey, shout out to KG. Always one of our favorite players. Gives that fucking energy. Area 21. KG deserves this. Now I wonder if we're going to see a Ray Allen and a Rondo one coming up. Not Allen, though. <laughs> they won't get, I don't think they'll give up. Boston's one. still sour about yeah. that. We'll see about that. But going back to the Mystic Mavericks, though. Congratulations on them. Currently fifth in the Western Conference. They're tied, as of this recording, with Utah as far as their records. 43-26. and 26. Dallas, 8-2 and two in their last 10 games and on a three-game win streak. Good on them. Good on Luke and company, good on Spencer Dinwiddie, and good on my fantasy team. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next order of business. Mal, we got some buckets. We had the luck of the buckets since our last recording, right? We got some 60-point shamrocks over here. Oh, don't you dare. Oh, we love the buckets. Oh, yes, we do. We're going to start with your dude first, Carl Anthony Towns. Get out of here. 60 points. Get out of here. Career-high 60 points and 17 rebounds versus the Spurs. They win the game. Hey, guess what? They were wearing their highlighter green jerseys as well, right? Oh, I'm always there. Get out of here. I'm a hater. But I'm going to have to give Carl Anthony Towns a shout-out, all right? 60 points is fucking hard in this league. And you know what else is hard? 17 rebounds. I'll give him that, bro. He came through. He played. And what can I say? There was a very interesting stat about the date of his 60-point performance and his personal life, right? Mm-hmm. Can you tell us more about that? We all know that his mother passed, and I think he had another family member as well. His dad his got dad really sick. Sick, you know. So for this, it's crazy how it said from ESPN, it marked two years to the day since his parents, Carl Anthony Towns, were both hospitalized with COVID-19. And he dropped 60 on 60. that day. Crazy, like just fucking narratives like this and just how the world turns. Like, you know, that's why I gave him that one season coming back. Like, it's fucking devastating. The shit that happened to all, everybody around the world was horrific, you know. But to come out here and play the next season better. He's played an impressive game. The t- fucking Timberwolves are on a good one. 41-30, and 9-1 and one in their last 10 games. Shout out to Carl Anthony Towns, but I'm going to say this too. Wasn't the best 60-point game. Oh, my goodness. We got another 60-burger right here, too, right? You know it, bro. Kyrie Irving. He continues to be on fire (laughs) when he's available. (laughs) But, yes, Kyrie Irving drops 60 against the Orlando Magic. Was this the master class you were looking for? Yes. This was the master class. Everyone who they threw up on him, it was like, dude, you can't guard me. He had 41 points at the half and another crazy stat, right, Malv? Mm-hmm. Well, he joins Kobe Bryant, who made 42 and a half in 2003, and Clay Thompson, who's made 40 in 2016, as the only third player in 25 seasons to score at least 40 points in the first half. This was done. Like, they fucking cook the magic. 150 to 108. That's nasty. That's so nasty, bro. Oh, all the so, luck was with them. And, like, it was so nasty. Like, Nash had to take out fucking Kyrie at the end. It's like, 
I'm with everybody in the media right now. I'm like, you should have left him six more minutes. Let's leave him seven more minutes. Like, I think he could have cooked it up to at least hitting 70. 68 for sure is going to be a possibility. Does this remind you of when they pulled Kobe when he had like 60 against the Mavericks? I hated it. No, back then I hated it too. Like, why is he gone during the fourth? Like, same with this one. It was like, you don't want it to stop, right? Even though, like, we put all the other, like, you got to think with, like, a coach's mind, right? Like, Preserve him. Yeah, that's what it is. But at the same time, it's like. Save him for next week. <laughs> that, 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 that. He's available. Exactly like that. It's like, dude, this will, out of the next 13 games, he's only going to play three or four of them. Let him play the full 48 minutes. He's cooking. He's, th- he's fucking, he's killing the magic. But I think it was a mercy stop, you know? Like, they had to, like. Dude, we can't let him go 170 to 108. That's just embarrassing. But shout out to Kyrie. He's he's making people like me shut up who are like, hey, you're done. He's not done. But again, I bring it up. This is what happens when you have fresh legs. Look at the fresh legs in the NBA. One player compared to the whole league right now. Makes a difference. Right? Makes a difference. Malv, we had those 60 burgers. Since our last recording, we had a couple of 50s as well, Okay. Kevin Durant dropping 53 versus the Knicks. LeBron James, we mentioned it briefly in the last episode. Another 50 versus the Wizards. Breaking news. We've got another 50 burger. Sadiq Bey from the Detroit Pistons wanted to join in on the festivities, dropping a career-high 51 points, 10 three-pointers, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, in a 134-120 to victory against the Orlando Magic. We're getting buckets this month. Oh, we're getting the buckets this month. Yes, we are. Okay, back to Malvin Mowgli now. LeBron James, if he doesn't score 50, the Lakers lose. Oh, so true. That's, that is Hate true. that mean. <laughs> Curry, he had 47 on his birthday. And Trey Young had 47 on that same night. So, yeah. There's some buckets. There's some buckets. There's some buckets. <laughs> All right, Malv, moving on to the next order of business. One of the other games we told you to check out was the Sixers versus the Nuggets game, and that game did not disappoint. Battle of the MVPs. Nikola Jokic comes out on top. The Nuggets win 114 to 110. But the main dude we want to talk about is Bones Highland. I had no idea who that dude was up yes. until that game. <laughs> same, same. And now he has all these articles written about him. I was like, you know, solid guy. He had some massive three-pointers late in that game. He just he was not scared. Philly did have a chance to win that game. Uh, George Niang, he missed a three. He got the rebound. He should have kicked out to Harden for a three-pointer, but, you know, it's just so quick in that time frame. I don't blame them. Uh, what do you make of this? Well, that the Joker beat the troll. I'm seeing a lot more. Like, the Joker's play, he has everything, you know, hitting those 13 rebounds as well. Like, he's just an all-around player, too. Like, all-around team player. He gets shit done. And he's looking good for the West. Let's go ahead and mention the stats real quick. Nikola Jokic, 22 points. You mentioned the 13 rebounds, 8 assists. Bones Highland, real name Nashawn, 21 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. Good on him, bro. Good Mm -hmm. on him. That's a really good story. For the 76ers, it was Joel Embiid, 34 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, I liked the energy. Like you said, we're going for a playoff run. Both these two, I know they're contending for MVP, but at the same time, their team are contending for an NBA championship, you know, and we like to see it like this. Do you still like Philly over Denver taking all of it? Yes. 
I would have that. to agree. Yeah, I would have to. Agree I would too. have to agree. But now I'm seeing the fucking Joker getting double MVP. I'm not lying. I'm seeing it now. Like, yes, you want to give it to Embiid because he's done it like all on himself and because of last year. And it's a, a lot of it is really the drama this year with Simmons. And showing that it didn't bring him down. It actually elevated his play. That's what we do. <laughs> Another great storyline to follow as we reach the home stretch of the season. Okay. A couple other things that we want to mention. Delonte West. You saw that? The big three tryouts? That's crazy, huh? We'll see what happens there. Oh, well, don't leave it yet. I don't know. You got to help me out and recharge my mind. Who just did an interview saying that they needed help? Michael Beasley. (laughs) Why did we talk about that? We're we're mentioning it now. I was going to say, what you feel about that? We didn't even talk about this in our pre-episode or anything, like, trying to figure this out. Like, I thought that was crazy. He broke down, dude. Did you see the clip? No, I didn't watch the clip, but I was like, I just saw, like, the little, like, you know, the fucking tag. And I was just like, damn, yeah, who says that? But that Michael Beasley thing, I was just like, what the fuck, fool? Weren't you just smoking weed here and there? Like, isn't that your only problem? Like... Apparently not. He said that everyone was taking advantage of him, even his mom. No. Uh, remember, Beasley was drafted number two overall in the 08 draft. He was behind Derrick Rose. Uh, he comes from that same Maryland, D.C. area as Kevin Durant and, you know, that, that whole pool of talent. Uh, I think there was a documentary called, like, In the Water or something, right? Showtime or someone did that about the, the, the whole basketball scene in, in, the, that, in that D.C. area. So, yeah, you know, he was breaking down. It was sad to see. It's like because he... He's kind of been a journeyman compared to like Derrick Rose oh, no, or, for sure. or even Kevin Durant. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks to see, but I think he felt like a, a, a pressure released off of him when he when he went on that podcast and just like unloaded. Okay. Yeah. I so definitely got to see it now. I we I wish him we wish him the best of luck. Yeah, definitely, because that was pretty tough. Okay, moving on to a little bit lighter NBA news. A proud Popovich, right? Greg Popovich finally got his wins in. Now the all-time leader in games won in NBA history. Got to have some wine with that, bro. That pop wine. Yeah. That expensive, expensive. Yeah, shout out to him. We've been talking about it on the way here. He deserves it, man. We always talk about the Spurs being a top-notch organization. They're doing their thing. We'll see when he retires. He's going to have a big-ass party. Like, he has to be one of the coaches that will have he has to have fanfare at every fucking stadium on his last season. He now stands alone at the top with 1,337 wins. The previous spot at number one was Don Nelson, 1335. Is there a potential coach that can surpass him? Do you see anyone? You no. Know, <laughs> no, not right now. Like Eric Spolstra, maybe. Maybe, I, if he gets a good fucking Doc run. Rivers, Ty Lue. Doc Rivers is probably the next one up. He's currently sitting at 1,034 wins. It looks like he is the most active coach in that. Uh, I'm looking at the stats right here. Yeah, he, he's still coaching. So well, active, and I think like even with his teams, you have better records, right, compared to all the other ones on there. Yeah, right now, currently. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, I I, I would if I was a betting man, I'd put some gold on Doc Rivers. Oh, just don't put any gold on him during the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> Especially when he's up three and one. Yes. <laughs> oh. The luck runs out there, huh? Oh, well, good on him. Good on Pop. We'd love to see that story. Let's do the injured list. (laughs) Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. Before we get into the major injury of the week, we just wanted to give a shout-out to all the players that have come back from injuries. First one, Alex Caruso. Welcome back, my dude. 
The Bulls need you, bruh. Draymond Green, welcome back as well. Brooke Lopez, he only played the first game of this season, and then he had back surgery, so he came back against the Jazz. Anthony Davis, there's some update right there. We got some on-court shooting activities. Who knows what that means for Watch the Lakers? But. but the main injury of the week, Stephen Curry. Comes at the worst time as well, dude. Marcus Smart committed a fucking injury on Curry. The play occurred during the second quarter when Curry and Smart dove for a loose ball. And honestly, Smart rolled on the top of Curry's leg, but it didn't look as malicious or, like, intentional like I feel a lot of people want it to be. Curry, he he initially, like, walked it off, but then he left the game, and during the time he was on the bench, they checked it out, and they are like, yo, you got to go out. And that was it for him. It was over after that. The Warriors couldn't come up, and they take a loss, bro. Yeah, they lost that game pretty bad against the Celtics. This was Wednesday night game. 110 to 88. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know, like, now they're expecting Curry to return, hopefully, at the start of the, the playoffs. You know, and this is not the right time. You know, you, you, you're getting Clay back, who's injured. Not, Draymond. No, no. I'm, I was going to that, too, but, like, the team, the Warriors itself, like, you have Clay, who's come back this season from a, a horrible injury. Still getting his footing, even though he had, like, a nice game. Now you got Draymond returning from a time off and his time on TNT, you know? So that's a great that we got him. But when your number one goes off for a play like this, like, what is with the the, the ankles and the feet in this family, bro? Because isn't his bro, bro, actually hurt too? Same thing? Seth Curry was out Wednesday night's game against Dallas with an ankle injury. Uh, Yeah. Curry's and ankles, right? I guess Curry's their AD. You know, like, we know that's where he's been injury prone. Like they said, it just looks like a left sprain. They don't know if it's anything more than that. And, hey, you're going to be in the top three by the end of the playoffs or the start of the playoffs. Don't pressure Curry to come back faster, I would say. It comes at the worst time for them, uh, as it always does, right, with injuries. You want to see what the big three is capable of doing when they're finally healthy? Join the party, Warriors fans. We've been sitting through this all year as Laker fans. Uh, Misery loves company. Oh, we do love it. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should get into the Pacific Division talk now, yes? Okay, Pacific Division talk. Let's stick with the Warriors. They lost that game against the Boston Celtics. Uh, Very quickly, is Marcus Smart a dirty player? I would say he's on the fence of yes. How about you? <laughs> I would have to agree. He's on the fence, but that play, watching it live, it not dirty. No, it not didn't look malicious. Dirty. It didn't look malicious mm-hmm. at all. Uh, Steve Kerr was was you know he was jawing at Marcus. He's like, you don't do that, you know. It's, especially against Curry, um, it is what it is. That's part of his you know legacy as a basketball player. Marcus Smart's is that extra effort, that hustle. Yeah, yeah, but a little bit too much. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. So that happened. What was the score in that game? It was one ten to eighty eight. One ten to eighty eight. Boston won that game. Before that, though, a very impressive victory against Milwaukee. Clay Thompson, his best game this was, season, yeah, see 38 points. So um, hopefully Draymond, hopefully Clay, they can step up. Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been a little MIA since the All Star break. So told you. <laughs> oh, da 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 da! His luck ran out, huh? We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Uh, yes, moving on though, the next Pacific Division team, the Phoenix Suns. Man, did they destroy the Lakers. That was your game <laughs> yeah, to watch. That was, that was my, I thought we were going to win that one. I was like, this is the time where you show who you are. It was over but in the first us. quarter, Mal. They showed us. 48 points. 
they scored in the first quarter. This what does this say more about the Lakers or this says more about the Suns? What do you think, fool? It says so much about the Lakers. Seventy nine points in that first half against the Lakers. It was just bad. It was so bad. Good on the Suns though. Devin Booker, you saw what he said about the AD comments. He's like, yeah, I heard what AD said. You know, if AD didn't get yep. injured, they would win. Uh, all that ifs, ifs, ifs. Uh, you got to do what's in front of you. It's true, and they, and they showed it. They fucking waxed us. Good on them. But AD's right, though. <laughs> I would have to agree. Right? <laughs> Moving on to the Kings. Wow, did De'Aaron Fox and Jordan Clarkson have a battle? The Utah Jazz end up winning that game 134 to 125. But De'Aaron Fox, 41 points, 11 assists, 3 rebounds. As for the Jazz, Jordan Clarkson, 45 points, 2 assists, no rebounds. But guess what? He is also on my fantasy team. <laughs> Get out of here. I have AD on my team as well, though. So, so to be fair, he's been injured for a lot of this season. Uh, we're still in it, though. We're still in the playoffs. I'm riding the wave, Malv. I'm riding this. I'm riding the wave, bro. I'm riding it. I'm riding it. So good on them. Uh, good on the Kings. You know they lose the game, but still very entertaining. As for the Clippers, they did lose against the Toronto Raptors, one hundred three to one hundred, but they're still eighth. They're five hundred thirty six and thirty six, five and five in their last ten uh, on a two game losing streak. But like we said, Ty Lue is going to maximize, squeeze every ounce of you know talent these mm. other players have. So good on them. We getting the Lakers talk? Let's do it, bro. The luckless Lakers? Question mark? Have the tables finally turned for them? I'm hoping. My, my, <laughs> gut, my gut says no. After the shellacking they took from the Phoenix Suns and then the lethargic effort against the Toronto Raptors, LeBron James, furious. Oh, come on. How could you not? He refused to talk to the media after that game. Uh, one of the only highlights of this week as a Laker was LeBron Yes, he did score 50 against the Wizards. And he also was able to reach 10,000 assists. None other than Carmelo Anthony. Uh, He passed to him. LeBron is now 7th all-time in assists in league history. He is also the only player with 30,000 points and 10,000 assists in league history. Do you have anything positive to say about the Lakers this week? LeBron is doing really well for his individual resume. Um... I could put a spin for positivity. Let's hear it. If you want to hear that, because you you started this with luckless Lakers with a big question mark. I'm with you. We were starting to talk like, where do we go from here? Because I put the Phoenix Sun game as a game to watch because this is to show who the Lakers should be. The fight. You wanted to see that. Yeah, there should have been a fight for last season, for this season. It should have been a bigger game than it was. And it wasn't. They fucking failed. Again, I put one. We should have won the Raptors. Didn't do that. We still got one more chance, but I don't think we're going to do that. I called the Wizards. I I thought that should have been a a win. But what's really working for me right now, but it sucks for the other, is we just talked about the Warriors injury. We know that the Suns have a major leadership injury. Can the Lakers capitalize this in these last weeks of the NBA going into the play-in tournament? Me as a regular Lakers fan says yes, but over the last month, the last 10 games, I don't even know if these fools want to even try and win a play-in because if they do, you know, we don't want to cause like or, you know, bring bad juju to CP3 and Seth. I mean, not even Seth, Steph Curry. You know, we don't want to bring bad juju to them, but like these injuries could potentially help the Lakers 
Yes, Malv, I totally agree with what you're saying. You have to capitalize on these uh, unfortunate injuries to these other teams. So currently, Phoenix is one, Memphis is two, Golden State is three. Out of those three teams, you have two major injuries to star players. And as far as Memphis goes, they're the two seed, but they have not been in the playoffs yet. You look at a team with LeBron, with AD, with Russell Westbrook to capitalize, to take advantage of a team that has never gone this far. And are they able to do that? I really hope they can. I want the luck to be with them because there is a sliver of hope in there. There mm-hmm. is a sliver of hope. Um, Russell Westbrook, though, have you seen his post-game like, press conferences? Oh, I thought you said his outfits. That, <laughs> oh, there's no luck there. <laughs> Dang, bro. It's just like the body language, his just like attitude towards that, his defiance. That's what it is. Well, I saw a meme, too, that uh, what the Lakers season looks like, and it was a— uh, LeBron guarding Westbrook, and that's what I'm saying. What well, you're on, you're I've on that, that feeling. You know? I've seen yeah. that meme. You know, that's what it is too. Because you're hearing two different things. Like, I'm I was with LeBron not going to the media. Why would you go after a fucking terrible loss like this? You know he's heated. He was mad. He was. He's you saw heated. him push Scotty Barnes. That that was a little heated, flagrant bro. though. Yeah, and Scotty Barnes. Hey, hey, he he. he, he nothing was out- against the King. <laughs> <laughs> he was outscoring all the Lakers, right? And I was like, dang, that's still no 81 though. <laughs> This is good on his own resume, you know, like, yeah, do your thing, bro. You're one of the greatest to ever fucking touch the ball. I love us as Laker fans, though, because we're talking about all this optimism. We have this faith. The Lakers are 29 and 40. They're on a two. They can do it. (laughs) The Lakers are 29 and 40. They're two and eight in their last 10 and have lost three. They can do it still, bro. I can oh, see yes, it. they can. The luck is with them. Everybody else is going to lose all their games, and we're going to win the rest of our games, okay? I was on the brink last uh, week. You're I, still I, on I, the brink. I know you. I know you. You're trying to stay off that ledge, but I know you have your legs I wish comfortably. you could step offside that ledge, my friend. <laughs> I heard that song today. Shout out to Third Eye Blind. Uh, I love it. I love it. Just maintain the faith. Uh, Yes, the Lakers do have the hardest remaining schedule. Let's look at their next five games, shall we? Their next five opponents, the Raptors again, the Wizards again, the Cavaliers again, the Sixers, and then the Pelicans. (laughs) Oh, if they can get a four and one in that, that'd be fantastic. It should be a three and two again, I'm predicting. I'm predicting. The luck is with the Lakers right now. I'm picking four and one. That should be a four and one record. If the Lakers can do something, if Wester Westbrook can do something, if they can sign, because that's what they need, they need to sign one of their, their South Bay Lakers. Damn, you got your scouting hat on, yes, bro? Yes, 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 yes. Let me hear this. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, I have it right here. Is this going right to be here. a potential uh, fantasy draft? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm doing the Mowgli scouting report. He's a South Bay Laker. I love what Wenyan Gabriel is doing or trying to do admirably, but there is a seven foot one player in the South Bay Lakers. His name is Jay Huff. He can stretch the floor a little bit. We need that size. We need that versatility. Sign him to a 10-day. Let's see what happens there. Because otherwise, if you keep playing LeBron, if you keep playing that small ball when they cannot make a shot, it's just so predictable to watch. Uh, Also, Dwight Howard was unable to play a recent game due to a family emergency. We wish him the best in whatever he's dealing with off the court. Okay, running a bit long, but a couple more things before we go. NBA standings. Let's start with the what? East? You want to do the East or the Let's West, Mal? Let's do the West first. Let's see how we're doing over there. All right. In the Western Conference, we mentioned it. Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State, Utah, and Dallas have the same record of 43 and 26. Denver, 42 and 28. Dude. They're right there, bro. You got Minnesota, the Clippers, and the Lakers rounding out your top nine. In the East, Miami, 
Seven and three in their last 10, 46 and 24, first place. Milwaukee, eight and two in their last 10. Dude, the East, the top four teams in the Eastern Conference have all won at least seven games in their last 10. Miami, one. Milwaukee, two. Philly, three. Boston, four. Then we got Chicago, Cleveland, Toronto, Brooklyn, and then Charlotte. Dude, what's going on with Atlanta, though? Shout out to Trey Young, though. He is also on my fantasy team. <laughs> oh, dar 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 How you got all these players on one team? It's the magic of Mowgli. It's the mystic Mowgli. I'll tell you that much. He's got the power. Should be a GM, bro. Virtually, I'm a great GM. <laughs> you better than Jerry West, bro. Fuck. The final thing before we go, games to watch. What are you watching on this St. Patrick's Day weekend? Okay, I'm a, I've been East Coast simping like this last week, and I'm going to stay simping for the East Coast right now. So both of my games are for Sunday, the 20th, and uh, that's going to be Heat versus 76ers. That's got to be some entertainment right there. We got to see who's going to come up on top. And the next is going to be the Jazz versus the Nets. I want to see what is Katie going to come up, get him a 60 points. Right? We'll see what happens there, Malv. We'll see what happens there. I got two games on my radar as well. Friday, March 18th, we got the Chicago Bulls versus the Phoenix Suns. On Wednesday, March 23rd, we got the Brooklyn Nets versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's see what John Company can do against KD and Company. Basketball is so good right now, man. I love it. I love it. Just that playoff basketball. It's coming, bro. Everybody knows it. We can feel it. Oh, we feel it in the basketball games. And that is going to do it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogli at gmail.com. We got the pot of gold, Malv. The pot of gold. The pot of gold, guys. The pot of gold. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing. Follow us on social media, will ya? At Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Malv, any St. Patrick's Day movies you would recommend to our audience? There's only one movie everyone should watch. It's for the whole family. Leprechaun in Space. Oh, God, get out of here. No, no, it's a childhood classic of mine, The Luck of the Irish. A Disney Channel original. And it's about basketball, too? Oh, Malv, you got the episode right, yeah? But I know a lot of our listeners are cool kids like us, so... They got to be throwing boondock saints. A couple more things before we go. We got a bunch of March birthday shout-outs we want to do, right? So many people born in March. Shout-out to my cousins Peter, Hector, my aunt Elena. Shout-out to our homegirl Jenny. Happy birthday! Yes, happy birthday to everybody in March. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Hey, I say it all the time, but, you know, this weekend especially, drink a lot and be responsible, all right? And don't forget, free Britney! Free Britney!